0: This old time radio program was originally aired live long before the advent of high fidelity. As a result, you may detect an occasional surface noise or volume drop due to transmission problems so common to old radio. We hope, however, that any variance in audio quality will not take away from your pleasure in listening to this, one of the all time favorite shows. 22nd at 10 p.m. at the Tarrant County Convention Center in Fort Worth. You can get your tickets now at Preston Ticket Agency in Dallas, Central Tickets in Fort Worth. His first concert tour since Bangladesh, George Harrison, with friends Ravi Shankar and Billy Preston. November 22nd, 10 p.m. at the Tarrant County Convention Center in Fort Worth. George Harrison. Right on. Well, Tommy, I, I cannot thank you again uh, for being on. I, I wanted to have you as a guest because I've always really appreciated your look on spirituality. I think you've got a a really unique perspective because you, you've been through some crazy shit in your life. And uh, <laughs> some things that, you know, could be said were unfair. I mean, I, I think that uh, a lot of things that you've described, like when you talk about biblical things or, or any kind of spirituality, you have this... Uh, I don't know. It's it's just such a cool vibe of, you know, kind of live and let live and and don't judge people, you know. Uh, and I, I just, I guess, I wanted to start off by, kind of asking you, like, how did you develop that mindset, you know, when throughout your life, whether it was early on or as you grew older, how, you know, how did you get through times of struggle or or, or you know, darker times without just losing it?
1: Well, uh, it started real early with me. You know, because we were, uh, first of all, we're a mixed family. My my dad's Chinese. My mother, uh, is, uh, as we found out just recently, she she was 20% uh, uh, Native. Oh, right in, on. Okay. In, in other words, her mother was half Native. Okay. And so it, it started really from birth uh, because uh, my earliest memories was uh, – wasn't with my mother as much. It was just barely because she was she got TV when I was oh probably four, three or four years old. Wow! And and so she was in a sanitarium, Jeez. and then then they you know because the family had to get checked uh, sure. for for sickness, and they found I had a spot on my lung, and it turned out to be pleurisy. So I spent uh, my fourth year uh on the planet in in a hospital and so i was i you know what i found out i was sort of incarcerated all my life off and on yeah <laughs> so, that's from you know, really early on man. yeah and so so i i i never really had that uh, that experience of having a mother and a father you know a, a normal family uh, okay. I, I was kind of raised by strangers you know, first the nurses, and then, uh, and then when I got out of the hospital, I was taken right over to a, a, a an orphanage, the Salvation Army home, because my my mom was still in the hospital in, in the sanitarium, and my dad had just come back from the war. He was in the Second World War, so he had uh, some issues. You know,
0: like shell shocked.
1: Well, not so much that it was. Uh, I think dental more than anything. Okay. but anyway he uh he was unprepared to handle a family you know there was three of us uh, my older brother and a younger sister okay and so so we ended up in the selvish Army home uh orphanage and uh, again i went from a hospital to to a home uh which which again i was incarcerated <laughs> and so
0: you were what about five or six at this point at, at the time yeah i was okay, okay.
1: five I was five, and then uh, I spent a year, I guess a year in the home, and then my dad, uh, my mom came out of the hospital, and my dad uh, bought us a a house in the outskirts of Calgary. Okay. And and the house was very um, uh, basic. It was like on a reservation. Okay, okay. I I, I crack up when I think about it because I was really uh, like a native. You know, so we had a we had a house, but but we were a family and we we're home together. Now, it had no indoor plumbing, and no indoor running water, so we had to get our water from the neighbors. You know, pump every day,
0: yeah.
1: uh, hand by hand, and then uh,
0: we we had a
1: we heated our house with a wood stove, which okay. was um, in Calgary you know which we went through a couple of uh, blizzards you know yeah 20, horrible winter 20 30 2030 yeah. below zero weather Man. Um, and 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 there then this was like uh late 40s uh, early uh, yeah or late yeah late 40s forty in the 40s because i remember going to school and and seeing the the news that the atomic bomb was dropped on japan and I remember that very clearly, uh, you know,
0: and, and by
1: the way, we were only going half days school because uh, the schoolhouse was too small to accommodate everybody. So oh, man. Some kids went to school in the morning and others went to school in the afternoon. <laughs> uh, and then
0: you happened to catch the half where, well, I guess they were going to be talking about the bomb all day for, and for many days. No, no,
1: no, not at all. Not at all. I don't remember, Really.
0: you know, because it was like, like,
1: Like early, early uh, grade one or two. Oh, okay. I'm not not sure what it was, Uh, and then uh, and so the only the only uh, uh, outing that we had. Now we had a radio, but there was only one station in Calgary, and uh, and uh,
0: and I hogged
1: the radio as much as I could. I, you know, I was I was really drawn to music all my life.
0: Was it one of those old like it was a tube radio? It must have been.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. For sure,
0: okay. and, and that was
1: after we got electricity,
0: too. Okay. we never
1: had electricity in the house,
0: and so we never had
1: anything until we got electricity. And when they put the electricity in, I was, i remember watching—they the, put the the bulb in the center of the the of the room, and then they ran the wire, uh, you know, out, that not inside the wall, but outside the wall. And down the wall, wow. <laughs> outside the ceiling, down the wall, into a plug. <laughs> Man, well, at least you had that.
0: Shit.
1: <laughs> at least we had like well, these candles. It, yeah, it was,
0: a, it was a Coleman lamp.
1: You know, right, kind, right. Kind of make a lot of noise. Hissing. Man, kids, and, we don't,
0: you know, they we have it so easy now. They, we have oh, no recollection. Uh, it was, it was incredible. And, uh, the first thing you do when you're that that
1: young, you know, you have to do chores. Right and, and and carrying wood chopping wood and carrying wood was one of the chores. Uh, taking out the slop bucket, they call it, uh, and then uh, like I say, outdoor plumbing.
0: Uh, right, out, right. I was, I was literal out. slop bucket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And,
1: uh, and so and the pumping water, ed-
0: everything. Yeah, the only
1: entertainment we had. But what it did, it really gave us a, a nice, solid uh, physique. You know, oh, character, too, I'm sure. Yeah, well, my brother, he 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 became quite a good athlete. And uh, because I, I, I spent uh, a year in the hospital, my legs never developed, you know, which is what was a blessing. Because, I, yeah, I would have been a, one of those uh, athletes that hurt themselves, you know, because I had that kind of
0: you never I had didn't... problems with uh, bodybuilding later on with your legs? Oh no, no! I after
1: when I started bodybuilding, it, you know that's what brought me up to speed. You know, brought me up there. But what I was getting at is that the only entertainment we had was Sunday school. Okay. That was the only time that we went out. That was the only time uh, that we had to dress up and uh, and attend uh, Sunday school. And and even though I was in the Salvation Army home. And they they had hymns every morning before breakfast and uh, and all that. It, it wasn't the kind of spirituality that that stuck with me as much as Sunday school did. They never had Sunday school at the home. They just had uh, you know, this ritual onward Christian soldiers. I remember that song. Right. It was like a like a militant Christian song which went you know, after I found out years later found out that went totally against the teachings of uh of Jesus. But so I so I, I I my first you know, I was affected by the Sunday school teaching and then I was uh about 8 years old we had an idyllic life i mean it was incredible and now i found out that we were
0: uh, were uh, 8% native
1: uh, my my brother and i and my sister i we were really like little native kids you know uh, bare bare shirt no shoes just bare pants all summer. just just living life yeah all
0: and, wow. and, and
1: there was no organized anything and so we would go play with the neighborhood kids and uh, and we'd make up our own games our own toys our own there was no organized sports middle league or anything like that you know it was just like kids were on their own and until you had to do chores or or come in for supper but we were allowed to uh just just you know, be because our parents, you know, my mother was busy <laughs> trying to wash clothes by hand and right. everything by right. hand. Uh, my dad was, uh, working, you know, he, he would have two, three jobs at one time, you know, driving cab, driving truck, you know, working in a, in a cafe. Uh, so he was never home. And when he was home, he never really talked back in that day. Uh, Parents, especially the dad, you know, there was almost like a culture where the where the dad never talked. Right, uh, the
0: strong, silent type that you have yes. to exude. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, and uh, and so as a
0: result, I I
1: ended up uh, going to Sunday school and and then teaching Sunday school because no one else was interested, and in and and then I went to uh, Bible camp.
0: Okay. Well. Well,
1: Bible camp, I was eight, eight years old at the time. And that's that's when I, I was turned on to the power of, of prayer and and the stories of, of, of Jesus. It was a Christian camp, so, so we got a lot of the, the Jesus early stories. Okay, and,
0: and, which there's value, you know, there's value in all that. You know, if, if you know well, how to, like you say, if you have your eyes open and you have the ears to hear, then, yeah, you know. It yeah, well that, well
1: that's what happened with me. And so when I when I learned the power of prayer, and I used it right away because, uh, you know, my dad was struggling with with different things, you know, different jobs. And so then I prayed that he got a job that paid a hundred dollars a week,
0: <laughs> which would have been a huge difference at that point.
1: And it was, and you know what, he got a job. And it paid more than a hundred dollars a week.
0: Well, there and, you go. And, and and
1: I never forgot that. Uh, you know, it stuck in my mind because, you know, I just came uh, from the, the the camp, and and it was like two weeks of indoctrination. You know, really, from morning, noon, and night, it was just constant uh, uh, teaching the uh, the scripture. You know, the great Bible stories of sure. kids and that and then we put on plays because we had little uh, groups you know in in different uh, tents and cabins and then uh, the the dining room was set up like a, a playhouse and so we had entertainment that's was my first time on stage and that's where i got that uh the you know that feeling that great feeling of being on stage uh and uh, and, and then you know, over the years, uh, you know, of course, I, I backslid like crazy when I was a teenager. Uh, but uh, I got turned on to jazz very early, 16, 17 years old. Okay. And and jazz music itself is, is very spiritual.
0: Oh, extremely, yeah. If you listen yeah. to like the old Delta Blues, you, you yeah. almost, you can't deny there's some type of otherworldly power in oh, there. For sure for
1: sure in fact the real power the only power yeah you know? yeah and 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 that's uh so 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 i i i i was very lucky and and blessed and blessed and, and what happened to me uh i was we all are we're tested uh in our lives and and if you and if you pass the test then more more is given to you and what what i mean by more it's not anything it's more knowledge and right see, see when you ask asking you shalt receive well it's it's not like asking for anything material it's asking for wisdom you know asking for answers
0: or understanding you know? yeah or the capability yeah. to understand yes yeah.
1: yes and so I learned real early to ask and because then answers appear, but they don't appear like with a, you know, sometimes a voice. Well, you know, you'll hear that small, still voice, but more than likely the answers appear in, in, in a person or a, or a, an animal or an insect or, or in some, subtleties. Yeah. Some, some bit of life will, will give you the answer and and uh, you know I've learned uh, over the years to uh, to be aware because what happened to me I'll tell you the story it it, it cracks me up because uh, it it just it was so what happened I I we've had a band we had the first rhythm and blues band in Calgary mm. and and Calgary is famous for the Calgary Stampede Okay and so and so uh, and that's hordes of people that descend on Calgary then it's a rodeo and so you get a lot of you know cowboys and that type but it's a uh, world okay,
0: okay.
1: renowned uh, event and, and so they have a midway they have circus comes to town at the same time and uh, the, the the streets are just packed with people
0: it's a great time to be in a band oh
1: well what happened we were looking for a venue to play and We we stumbled upon this uh, uh, flatbed truck, you know the the flatbed itself, and we put our put our band. We never had permission or anything, but it was uh, it was parked <laughs> uh, in between uh, in a parking lot. Okay. So we got we got our band up there. And we got electricity. We got amps working, and we started playing. And then we had a friend, a couple of friends, go around the audience and collect money. Well that's we smart. made we made a ton of dough. And so each of us we split it up and each of us had a big wad of cash. You know, and that's back, pretty cool. Back back in the day, you know, we were if we got ten bucks each, that was a lot of money. If we got twenty, that was oh that was way crazy. Because <laughs> you could do so much money so much with 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 money back there. You know, you could get a Chinese meal
0: for two dollars. Right, right. You, know, right. you, you get know, a, a new mean, Corvette for a thousand bucks, basically. <laughs>
1: yeah. Exactly. So exactly. So I had this big wad of cash, and, and I'm and I'm walking home. I'm walking toward. Uh, I, I guess I was going to the to the bus, and it was it was kind of late. It was around midnight, I guess. uh And uh and a voice came out of the darkness. I heard this voice. Hey, pardon me, sir. Can you help me? I thought he was looking for money, so I, you know, I, I was going to get him a couple of bucks, you know. Okay. And he uh, he says, uh, no, no, uh, he says I need I need you you to help me. Uh, I I got this job, and if I don't finish it tonight, then I won't get paid, you know. Uh, so I need I need help. Oh wow! Okay. And, and so I had a choice. I could go home. I could say, well,
0: sorry, I'm busy, uh, you know, whatever.
1: Or I could help the guy.
0: And, and the universe has just given you this gift of extra money from, you know.
1: That's right. It was a test.
0: It was a test. And uh-huh. so, so I said to the guy,
1: said, "Sure, I'll help you." What, 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 what's the problem? Is when you grow up in the country, uh, you, that's one thing you do: you help your neighbor. Of course, of course. And and and, and, and it could be help bring in the crops could be helped bring build a barn. It could be helped doing all sorts of things because back in the day, there was no people to hire,
0: you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it was all de- trade, trade basically too. <laughs> That's
1: right. You you depended on your neighbor. And, and when I, when I got old enough, you know, then we would
0: do favors for each other. So when the guy
1: asked me for help, I didn't even think twice. I said, sure. Well, <laughs> the job he had, the job he had, it, it was a, a boxcar that was full of coal at one time. Okay. Now, the only thing that was left was the remnants. That, that the, the, the And so what they would do, they would hired the homeless or these guys and would say, okay, if you clean up the rest of this boxcar, you get it so we can use it for other things, then uh, we'll pay you and blah, 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 you know. That, that's how they made their money. <laughs> so okay. I spent, <laughs> I, I'm laughing at it because it just I, I can't believe it. I got a big pocket full of money. I'm, I'm a musician. Now, all of a sudden, I'm on my hands and knees. <laughs> yeah, getting, man, that's getting, like reminding
0: you, reminding you getting, how it could be.
1: Getting dirty, getting filthy with coal. Wow. Uh, and, and and then after we finished the, the cleaning out the boxcar, the guy says, "Well, I can't pay you now because I haven't got paid." Sure. He says, "So give me your address and I'll drop the money off for you later." And of course, I did. And then I got home At six in the morning. My mother was, you know, wondering where the hell I'd been. <laughs>
0: and You're covered in, I, I, oh, I covered, covered in coal. Covered in coal residue. Covered
1: coal does. <laughs> so good but i was tired you know i'd be all i worked all night and then you know then i had to do that but man years later i realized that's how you get tested sure yeah you get tested is. every uh, your whole life you get these tests and if you pass the test then 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 the rewards the
0: rewards come have you ever read the uh, the Bhagavad Gita, like parts parts of the Bhagavad Gita at all?
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah.
0: And that always, there's a part that it reminds me of what you're saying, where that you know we're given gifts in our life that are our inherent traits that that we have that set us apart from others, and that's yeah. almost a crime for us to not utilize, to not discover and utilize and then hone those crafts. Yeah. And so in your case, you know, you've got music and comedy, and had you, it's almost it's almost a sin you know, for us to be given a, a, whatever gift it may be and to not explore it and to see well, where it could it, lead us.
1: it is and it isn't. It is and it isn't. Because it, it, it's like if you look at, uh, at a lawn, the lawn, uh, you know, the grass lawn, it, it consists of tiny individual little blades of grass. And if you look at, at it closely, they're all different. True. But together they make a nice lawn. You know, and yeah. and that's and, and 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 by the way, we're not all supposed to be, uh, give you know, uh, to, to, like I was chosen uh, because you know I I there was more tests ahead for me, you know.
0: Okay. Okay. And
1: and and I think what it is is that you, you don't. You you stay on your own towel. That's the the, the yoga thing. uh, Right. That a I uh, I other that a Beaker. Stay on your own towel. Stay on your own because your own world is enough for you. So you can't really compare and you should never compare yourself with other. Because again, just like the guy that I helped in in the boxcar. Now, he obviously was an angel. Right, and, it seems that and, way. Yeah, and, and who knows what he's going through, you know, and what he's, what, what his burden is. And there was another story that that like I I got into singing. At a party, he had tattoos. He had tattoos on his knuckles, on his arms. He was a biker, an old biker, not an old biker. He was a young, young guy. He was actually quite good looking okay. uh, when he when he was younger, and uh, he had just got out of prison, and he had nowhere to stay, and so uh, we had been renting out uh, a room in our house to for extra money. For students that lived near the the, the, the university uh, in, in Calgary, okay, and so and so, but I had a, a my brother and I shared a bed, but my or a, a room. We had separate cots, but my brother he he didn't want to be uh, near me. He, he he moved out to the shed, the woodshed in the back. That was his room. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and uh, so I had a, an extra cot, and so I told the Irwin was his name, Irwin McCann. I said, uh, "Oh yeah, yeah, come on, you can stay with stay at our house." Now, it's, the weird thing was, all the white guys always had a job, you know, and they always paid made, paid money. It wasn't until I started with the black band that that I started bringing in guys that never had a job and that were used to living at people's homes, you know uh that was funny but anyway erwin erwin mccann he had just gotten out of prison now this is back in the 50s okay okay in the 50s the prisons in 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 around the world but especially in alberta were very very rough very rough. they had a silent system when you walked in the prison gate you were not allowed to talk until unless you were given permission and if you talked said one word you were punished
0: like you got your ass kicked sort of thing
1: well the punishment was uh, a lot of the punishment was the prisoners were more afraid of the punishment which was they would strap you over a a, 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 what do you call the horse you know the gymnast horse
0: Uh uh-huh okay uh, okay
1: and, and strap you over that, uh, hands on one side, feet on the other side, and pull your pants down, and then would beat you with a with a, a five foot paddle that Jeez. was made out of
0: uh, metal and rubber.
1: That's with like some perfor- Taliban, perfor-
0: Taliban shit going on there, perfor-
1: perforated holes. Oh. and and if you were lucky, the first hit you would pass out. If you were unlucky, you would stay awake and and you would feel pain that it's un- indescribable. And then you would then you would sleep on your stomach uh, for the for the duration of your of your time. And at the time they they had capital punishment. They hung people in the prison yard. They would build literally build the gallows and then hang the guy.
0: And so then all uh, the prisoners would see.
1: Yes. And then all, and, and then if you were you know convicted of rape or or you know any kind of sexual crime like that you were given the lashes this is the British rule and so you would get the cat of nine tails You'd, wow. and if you are you would get five to ten or whatever lashes and, and that would be administered to you maybe not right away they would just keep it uh, keep it hanging over you And but by the end of your sentence you ended up you would have to get your lashes right. it was. now that the silent system alone, Erwin uh, McCann, he, he taught me how to sing quietly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because because you couldn't sing loud. And so we would be in my bedroom or the one we shared, and, and I'd play guitar, and Erwin would sing really quietly. And it was so beautiful, you know, the songs that he would sing and that. And he also was a tattoo artist. Okay. Uh, you know, homemade, and so he well, gave yeah. me my he gave me my my first and only tattoo on my arm, yeah. which, I, which I still have. What is that but, tattoo of? I forgot. <laughs> is a tattoo? Uh, again, it's a white supremacy tattoo. Sick. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> <laughs> well, Irwin, Irwin was part of the biker, the white. Like the, like now they would call him skinheads or the right 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 you know he was he was Aryan he was a total Aryan got and, it and he you know at the time you know in the fifties that was normal
0: that was yeah, just, yeah yeah but technically that's totally true yeah
1: yeah it was just just a normal thing and Irwin ended up yeah
0: he was a really
1: a tough guy I mean he was the he was the kind of guy he'd work in uh, gravel pits like in the, uh, okay. the summer. like and, chain and, gangs and all that sort oh, of thing. Oh yeah he was he was uh, and in the his claim to fame he could rip a telephone book in half he showed me how to do it Oh uh, my god just know, imagine was, his
0: hands on uh, around someone's neck you know yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah
1: well at the time but he was he was kind of a you know
0: he was like a James Dean character
1: he had that that kind of baby face look and that He and, probably could have done well in Hollywood you know if he'd yeah, gone he would have but we now, I I kind of that, that th- these were my mentors. These were the guys that that uh, uh, you know. And then there was a little French guy that that he ended up little Frenchy French Frenchy, and uh, he ended up being a, a roommate of mine too. He again, he was right from prison, uh, Prince Albert Penitentiary, and his claim to fame. I was in high school at the time. And I'd be invited to these parties, you know, these little, little uh, parties, you know, birthday parties and so on. And a mm-hmm. uh, Frenchie, Jill, would ask me, he says, ask him if they want some entertainment. And, of course, they did. And Jill would bring his tap shoes
0: and he, ah. says he, he was
1: a tap dancer. Okay. And, and so that's that got me kind of going into the... In the show business, because then you know all of a sudden I'm helping Frenchie with his you know with his record player, and he'd have his tap music, and then he'd come down the stairs tapping, and and he'd do a whole tap show that he learned in
0: prison. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> and,
1: huh. and the thing is about prison, they had to have
0: it became his home. And well, so yeah, I mean it has he, to be for a lot of these he, people, you know. He,
1: he was out for a while, and then around Christmas time. He started getting anxious to go back to prison because one, he was gay. He would he, he, he would hide the gayness, and okay. number two, number two, he he wanted to be in the Christmas show because that was a
0: big, <laughs> big, big deal. And so, I don't so know what's worse, doing it for that or doing it to get a, a surgery you need. You know.
1: So so at that time, I was uh, I was. Uh, uh, was, I, I was in a band. I was playing, playing in a, uh, doing, doing my music. Okay. Uh, anyway, Frenchie uh, it came around Christmas time. Next thing I know, he, he he comes home. He's dressed like a woman. He hands my mum, my mother, the rent that he owes her, and uh, back rent. He owed her some back rent, and then i think he turned himself in he had just robbed a bank dressed oh as a God. woman <laughs> and because he was dressed as a woman they knew who he was <laughs> uh, okay, yeah and so, and so Frankie ended up back in prison now these these are the, the, the this is my early life these are the mentors yeah <laughs> these are my mentors <laughs> i felt like i was fulfilling a prophecy you know that that i was going to end up in jail and and but the only difference was is that when I went to jail, I had you know I diddled around with the spirituality my whole life, you know, uh, uh, and, and gravitated toward that. But when I went to prison, that's when I really I got the I ching and, and that's when I just I turned the prison stay into a into a religious retreat.
0: Yeah, but you know that's probably one of the smartest things you can do because you know our spirit is really the only thing we have in terms of you know the long cycle of things. We don't even know where that takes us, you know. But if you you know you have to feed the spirit to feed everything else. So
1: well, what I found out, and I've been writing poetry
0: ever since.
1: What I found out uh, is that you know. People, uh, the Prophet you know, Jesus, when when Jesus walked the earth, he, he was like the people I grew up with. You know, he was very poor. He was uh, uh, very common.
0: Uh, he was a laborer, and he hung out and, with uh, misfits a lot of the times.
1: Yeah, and he uh, he, he was more interested in healing people. Than he was in, then you know, changing their belief. Mm-hmm. And the way he would heal them was by reminding them of who they were, you know, because we all are very special people, you know. We're we're spirits that have been around forever. There, there's right. never been a time when we weren't, uh, weren't here in one form or another. And all Jesus was would do was just remind the people that needed reminding, you know. Like if you look at the scriptures and that, he hung with a lot of everybody. He hung with rich people because he because he had that ability to heal.
0: Right. Right. And
1: and and people wanted to be part of it. Like I'm I, I've got rich friends now. And this one rich friend, uh, it was the King family. They were, they own Oprah show and a bunch of, uh, you know, all the game shows, Jeopardy, all the game shows. Okay. Well, the wife of one of them, uh, Lauren King, uh, whenever she has a party, she always has a spiritualist there. You know, and, and they'll read palms or they'll do all sorts Every every party she's ever had almost. That's cool.
0: You know, yeah uh the
1: only problem is, is it's more
0: it's more like for sure like
1: with jesus time too you know
0: well yeah <laughs> i guess jesus was an advanced advanced yeah. tarot reader Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. Now,
1: ladies and gentlemen <laughs> here's the star attraction,
0: the right. <laughs> and now we're going to walk on water <laughs> yeah. but but you know it's funny because there's a, the same thing i don't know i i've been uh like i said i've 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 I was actually a Christian missionary in many, many, many years ago and, and actually going on a mission kind of made me get away from the Christian exclusivity aspect and look more into Eastern philosophy and Eastern religions and, and kind of just see the, the picture as a whole in terms of the, – because the, there are similarities if you read the Quran or, or Bhagavad Gita, but – and the same with the Bible, with the parables where there are so many – so many similarities that the a lot of times you can see the message is the same. You know, oh, that you totally. you want to okay. and that's the thing, is it in the I think it's in the beginning of the Bhagavad Gita where they say there's never been a time that you have not existed on yes. this earth and there never yes. will be a time when you will cease to exist. Yeah. And yes. that that in itself should be, you know, a, such a calming uh calming thought, but it's it's well, one of those it, things that are so deep. It, it depends on what
1: where your interests lie and what your 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 uh your role is you see true i i look at it i look at it like like a play you know and in fact i've come up with a with a plan to to uh to fix the world uh as we know it with with existing uh uh art forms you know the, like the movie industry uh because when when, when you look at a at a movie uh, company, uh, especially the acting part, you know mm-hmm. uh, there's there's a part, a place for everybody. No one is excluded at all. It, it, even even if you're laying in bed, par- totally paralyzed, you can be used in a movie. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can be a a body. <laughs> you know you can right, you, you, you know, or you can be the star. I mean, there's so many. You know, that's how individual we are, and 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 the thing is though, when you're playing a role, you can't worry about what other people's roles are. Right. You just have to concentrate on whatever role you've been given, and you know you might have one line or you might have no lines. But you're such an integral part of of the whole play that you the the people you know the, the directors and everything else they need that 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 part of you. And yeah, you're a cog. What,
0: you're a cog in the mechanism.
1: That's right. That's right. And and the thing is, you no, know, some yeah, there's a lot of people. You know, all the the actors but but like if you, if you take a play there's usually the star or the star uh, the love interest or the, you know they they're the stars but then everybody else is supporting right see? and 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 that's the thing about the movie industry is that as long as you're alive we could you can be used somewhere you know because that's the human
0: experience but if, and art is so healing. You know, art truly is is healing if you break it down. Uh, when, for, when you, for many, when you, look, when you look at anything human,
1: uh, if you look at the truth, see the truth. Uh, you, you know, like the Bible says, the truth will set you free.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, the, well,
1: what it, what happens? The truth is, uh, you you can't argue with the truth. Uh, you can try to distort it. You can just try to, but you can't move it. It, it it's the truth and that's what comedians do and this is what I like when I do cameos you know I, I, I try to I tell people if you can find the humor in your situation then then you'll find the truth and then when you find the truth then you will accept whatever is going down with you yeah. at the time you know yeah like, like when I found out I had cancer you know and, and to me I, I wasn't the least bit worried
0: because you didn't think you were going to die. You weren't afraid of
1: that at that point. No, no.
0: Well, we're all going to die. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. so I,
1: I knew that. And so when I got cancer, uh, it was like, oh, I I guess I better pay attention to my diet. <laughs> you <know>? Right. Right. <laughs> and, and then, and then, then, I, then I started ex- exploring it. And then I, then I had to listen to myself. I said, oh, where's the humor? Well, the humor was in uh, because I, it was rectal cancer. They had mm-hmm. to take out my rectum,
0: and so they had <laughs> to give
1: me a, a, a colostomy bag. Uh,
0: you know, and they moved you gotta the yeah. You got to find humor in it. You have to, or else well, they I they mean, moved the,
1: the the exit around to the front.
0: Now okay. I got
1: I got a colostomy bag, and and it's very common. A lot of people have it. A lot of people sure. for a long time, and so th- that's where the humor came in because I named the bag the Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I would I would do I would do stand up and I'd tell people, you know, that I named the bag the Trump, the Donald. Uh, the, and uh there you go, the Donald, yeah, be, even better. B- because it was full of uh, shit and hot air. <laughs> <laughs>
0: not because it's orange. It's not colored orange or anything. It? <laughs> and
1: and it's, it has an orange glow. It doesn't oh, have a <laughs> But but You see, and and then and and then not only that, but you can use your your whatever you know to your advantage. Like like for instance, handicap parking, man. (laughs) Like I'm going to get one. I don't have. Oh, that's got to be
0: sweet, God in L.A. I mean, I'm in Hollywood. That's. That's what I'm saying. That's
1: what I'm saying. So there's there's good things in everything. If you find the humor you know and, and and if you laugh at it then then what you're doing you're celebrating it's that you're celebrating the the uh what's it called the eternal the eternal truth is that this is just part of your life this is you know this is this is one this is well, what's gonna happen, no matter what no that's what
0: i always thought with george harrison cuz remember he had cancer and he beat it And then all of a sudden he had that uh, that robbery, that uh, guy that broke into his house where he got stabbed multiple times. And then he was dead from cancer a year later because of the stress that he let overtake. He got so stressed about the break in and and trying to, you know, prevent that from happening again. I can't even imagine what a situation like that would be. But the stress of that brought his cancer back. And a year later, he's dead. Yeah. You know, and stress. That's what it can do.
1: Yeah, and I I knew George. George and I were pretty good friends. Yeah,
0: you know? oh, man. We, we, yeah, that
1: we, was so we, sad. We we shared a joint together. But but again, it wasn't sad. Not at all. Not at all. Because George is back. He's with us. You know. Uh, you know. You 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 don't leave forever. You, you yeah. Just leave. You just leave for. You may not even leave for for a moment.
0: That's true, you know, for all we
1: know. I, I want to tell you something. I, I've had the epiphany that, you know, people say to me, okay, you know, good people go to heaven. and that. Where do bad people go? Well, in the, my books, uh, you know, Goldsmith and that, they say, oh, everybody goes to heaven, you know. You'll find Hitler. And and I thought, no, that doesn't sound right, you know. That, that doesn't sound right. Then I realized, you know, when you fail school, you don't go on a celebration tour, you know. You right. Don't, you don't take a vacation. You might take a, a day off, or you know, might take some time off. But what do you do? You go right back to take that course again. That's right. Because you have to. You have to. And and so I believe what happens with with people that are evil, uh, that that they don't go to heaven. Yeah. No. So right. I was. What, what I'm thinking you know because uh if, if we're eternal beings and we are you know the chances are we 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 don't necessarily have to be human you know right right uh we could be a tree we could be a tree we could be a rock we could be a bug we could be a uh what do you call it? a hummingbird right uh, right uh we could be you know in and, and and how long, uh, what, a fruit fly lasts a day, you know what I mean? So there's a, you can live lifespans and all sorts of things. And, and, and I know for a fact there's a, a native uh, a chief that said he was going to come back as a whale, and he did. This is in the northwest. I don't know if you heard about it, but. No, uh, no. When the chief died, he told everybody he was going to come back as a whale. And then uh, I think a day or so after he he passed, uh, this whale appeared, and Whoa. and it stayed in the sound. It was a big white, and it would surface, and you could see the eyes, and he was looking at the at the tribe. So so I know, you know, because you you got to realize, you eternity is not just a phrase. It's not just a, a, a thought, or 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 maybe a. You know, this this could happen. No, it is happening because it's we we see that all the time. We see that in in our planet. The other, you know, the other epiphany I found out, man, it was was crazy. Heaven, you don't need space. See, a spirit doesn't take up space. Right. There's no space for a spirit. See, in a physical world, you need space yeah the sun needs to be where it's at right in right. order for us to stay alive. If it was any closer or any further away, it wouldn't work, so we need space and then the galaxies that we see in the far far in the telescopes and that they need to be where they're at because if we were any closer to them. Then we would perish because of the uh, because of the gases and about the explosions and all the the, the chaos and the, the that's going on in in in, in space. Right. So, so space there needs to be room in space, but a spirit, a spirit can be smaller than the smallest atom. It can be even smaller than that. There's no. Uh, There's no, like eternity, there's no end to eternity, and there's no end to how small something could become.
0: So that we really are part of the infinite in that sense.
1: That's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah.
1: Because, like in the spirit world, there's no want, need, or desire. Uh, Right. Because there's no need for anything. You just are like a thought. You are really a thought. And, and and I wrote I wrote a thing called God is only a thought away. That's how close God we are to God.
0: It's, well, it's, it's that thin thought. veil they say. Yeah, that there's always a thin veil between the yeah. two worlds, in a sense. Yeah.
1: And, and yeah. with you
0: know, with art, you you got me thinking there. Where if you look at like the time periods of the world where you know you think ancient Greece, uh ancient Rome, and then you know the the fall of Rome. What did that lead? So we had this these this architectural and uh and peak of knowledge, you know, like the the Library of Alexandria, you know, where we had all this knowledge. And yeah. when that collapsed, immediately we went into the dark ages. Yeah. And I you almost can compare that to what we're in now, is you have these times of great innovation, great knowledge, and it, it's almost like peaks and valleys. But yeah. after the Dark Ages, we had the Renaissance, yeah. which was all this art, all of this new creation, and then the Industrial Revolution. And so I, I agree with you there that if we embrace art and we embrace creation, that will lead us into this, you know, next yeah. Renaissance, if you will. Yes, yes, it will. That's a
1: positive look at it. And and the thing is, you can't have art without destruction. Right. You know? And and that was the thing, you know, when, when, when Trump first – Started ta- making noises about being a president. You know, I thought, you know, if if he really is a builder, he could become a phenomenal president. Oh, for, know, sure. Because, for sure, for Because his 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 expertise was in demolition. He could take things apart like he took Hillary apart. And, yeah. And, and
0: but he
1: he, he 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 just never had the. Uh, <laughs>
0: The knowledge, you know. or his intentions weren't untrue, but who knows? It, you know, we're yeah, not it inside pure,
1: his head. It, 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 it's pure ignorance. It's just right. pure ignorance. He has right. no idea. You know, like the way he handled everything—the the pandemic, the race, everything, <laughs> literally everything, <laughs> Every, yeah. everything, yeah, everything—and and, and and so we we can enjoy that. You know, me, I I I enjoy it. I enjoy my life so much because uh, I, I I've, I've I've been given you know the the gift of, of of perception you know i i i understand i understand that and and every day i'm, I'm i just amaze myself that's why what i do I, I write poetry on on my phone because when i hear words all of a sudden you know they're strung together the right way uh, all of a sudden I'm, I'm getting these epiphanies that are just oh Blowing my mind and pissing my wife off. By the way, <laughs> <laughs>
0: you should you should share some of that poetry. I mean, do you ever do you ever put any of it like on Twitter or you know anywhere? You put it out? Not, there? No,
1: not yet, not yet. Same as my art. I haven't shared my art yet,
0: but I'm going to. And yeah, not, man, not, that'd be really cool. I'm sure well, people I, would I embrace a that. Here,
1: here's here's my plan. This is crazy because I you know I I love uh, the what, what I've been given. Um what I want to do, see, the pandemic showed us a lot of things. It showed us, you know, that we can survive, number one. Right, right. Uh, that nature will, will protect its planet. That That's, you know, when humans start destroying the planet. And overpopulating it, yeah. Then nature will come along and weed weed out the the weak ones. And look how it's happening now. You know, yeah, the, the the weak ones don't believe in in uh, in vaccines, right? Right. Uh, and so and so nature goes. Okay, you know, well, we know who, uh, who, you know, we can separate the weak from the shaft now. It's really easy. yeah, and, yeah. And 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 so that that's happening. Uh, but but what, what I what I see, uh, how easy it is to you know, there was a time we couldn't even talk about a trillion. Right, Trillion never entered the, the conversation. Billions barely did. A million was like, oh, that was the most money. It was unheard of.
0: But now and it was a talking, short time ago.
1: It was a very yeah. short time ago.
0: Now we're talking
1: trillions. So yeah. what I want to do, I want to raise with my art. This is one of the reasons I haven't been giving my art away or my poetry or any anything like that, because it's worth money. Sure. It, it's worth a lot of money. Now – I looked at these leaders, you know, going into space, and I, I kind of cracked up. Yeah, on the dick-shaped rocket. Yeah. <laughs> it's so typical. rich nerds that
0: don't know what to do. Oh, my, yeah, the, yeah. yeah. But, but they're now they're going to literally go fuck space, you know. <laughs>
1: what Because okay,
0: yeah.
1: the, the last thing you need in space is a human. Right, you know? right, right. <laughs> you need a camera. You need a robot you need you need uh things that can analyze and, and take measurements, but the last thing you need is a human why? a
0: megalomaniac
1: yeah <laughs> why well. because humans have to do body heat functions sure <laughs> you know they have to, they need sleep they need you know humans humans are the worst to descend to, to on those expeditions. You know, unless they got a, unless they're writing or something, but even then, because what are you going to do? The, 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 a human reaction in space is oh wow, right, right. Oh, and you, then it's done. Yeah, it looks like a little marble, the Earth. You know,
0: <laughs> I would think it would make you feel insignificant. I, I've you know some astronauts say that they see the Earth and they they feel insignificant in the scope of it all.
1: Well. Yeah, you you would. I, to me, I would I would be I would be scared to death being that far away from my
0: yeah my man. Source, that'd, that'd be a trip. My
1: source, man. We can't we can't go what ten minutes without breathing. You know, right. And that's a high end, yeah. <laughs> and that's oxygen, yeah, right. and, and and water.
0: We we need. You know, we're meant to be on this earth.
1: You know, we're definitely
0: not meant to be in in, in space. That's well, like why, you said all those things that lined up the sun has to be so far away the next galaxies have because any any alteration of that and we're fucked you know right. and For so and so it, we want to get off of this magical spot that we've got that's allowing us to survive yeah are human exactly
1: and, and so what
0: what what i see is okay the money
1: the the money raise money now i'm going to use my art to raise I'm going to put the goal at a trillion dollars. Okay. Because what I want to do is I want to form a movie studio. Because back in the day when the movies first started hitting, they had the power to to change humanity, the way we lived, the way we, you know, because we explored areas, we explored Africa, we explored with a movie camera.
0: Now right. it
1: was kind of racist, you know, when they did Tarzan, you know, but it was real. I mean, that's the way things were back in the day. Now, what I want to do with 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 the money is to create a movie company that, you know, for for, for instance, the homeless, for instance, and, I, and we'll start with the bets because okay. I'm right near
0: uh, where the bets are lined up. Like like good uh, army. People. Oh right, and and Brent, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah. Got yeah, you. they're all yeah. lined up. Everything. Well, what
1: I like to do is to have a movie company and then license areas to shoot a movie. Uh, you know. And, and by the way, my movie company would be
0: working concert with the government and with the city. Okay. And so and so as as you have these zones set up, what would the zones before? The the idea is to. Uh, hire everybody
1: all the homeless especially but any anybody in the area that wants to be in the movie company hire hire people as as actors uh, technicians whatever they're qualified to do because one thing a movie company can do is vet better than anybody you know? right right they, they go in and find out who they are where they are where they're from what their history is you need to know that when you're hiring actors you know you need to know who you're working with and and so what what i what i see a movie company doing and and with all the they, and they have the legal department they have the art department they have the housing department people in charge of finding housing and and accommodations for the for the people and and that way uh You can't be homeless on the movie set. Right. You you know? Now, it could be about a a, a homeless, uh, uh, you know, story. And, and, oh, you'd be perfect because you've got the experience. But the thing is, you become an extra or an actor or a technician. But you have a job and you have insurance. And you're teaching them a skill. And you have a paycheck. Right. And if you're underage, you go to school. And if you don't have a grade 12, you have to go to school. You have to learn all these things. Because what what we need to do with our our population is educate. That's all we have to do. Oh, the number one. Number one thing. Yeah. That's it. So, So that's what I'm going to do with my money. And eventually you, you'll hear the crazy Tommy Chong is, is trying to raise the trillion dollars for his movie. Hey, man,
0: you know, if, if uh, bald guys can get launched into huge cock-shaped rocket's space, then you can get a trillion dollars. You know, anything is possible.
1: That's, that's what I'm saying. And, man, people, but and people said to me, what would you do with that money? Are you kidding? Oh, man. Well, first of all, I wouldn't hide it offshore. <laughs> right, none. I would I would invest it in in into the, uh, the movie company that I'm talking about, because you know when you do that, can you imagine the product that you you get? You know, with all the great movie makers we have in this world, you know,
0: oh, the, the, I, you could be onto something.
1: Yeah, you know, I could am, be
0: onto something. I, I'm
1: totally on it because it gives everybody something to do,
0: right. and that's the greatest
1: thing about a movie company. You've always got something to do you go to any production company there's no one what are you what are you doing? You're sitting around oh, come here, okay, here. right. This right. over there. you move this over there. you stand there, and help them. There's always something for somebody to do, you know, including the executives you know <laughs> but we've gotta make sure that they don't are they're, they're not horny executives <laughs> yeah, right, or their hands aren't in the cookie jar kind of thing, yeah, but look well, you know what.
0: That, We'll have good
1: uh uh financial people taking
0: care of that you'd have you definitely would have to, but you know if it gets anything at this point that helps the homeless in uh, Los Angeles, you know I think any idea is is better than what uh, they've been doing these days oh yeah, yeah, because
1: the the, the the thing is when you're dealing with politicians they're they're not there permanently
0: you know right. They always
1: have to be worried about being reelected and everything else
0: you know right. And
1: so a movie company—that's where you can be the king, you can be the monarch, you know. And then you can hand it down to the, the, the whoever is the most qualified, you know. Or you can go out of business, you know. That's the way life is.
0: Yeah, but at least you'd be trying, you know. But at least you, yeah, yeah. You, we we can show the the, the way
1: to do it. You know right. the way they do it, and then other countries will would definitely uh, sit up and take notice because uh, you know, like, like Putin and all that. If, if you told Putin, uh, "Hey, how would you like to be part of a movie company?" He'd jump all over that chance because he he loves the camera. He, you know oh I mean?
0: yeah, anything to get him a second bowling alley in that mansion he's got. You know.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. All that stuff is just uh, just just to impress people that that you know
0: girls especially you know right okay um, i
1: got to i got to run okay.
0: i appreciate it brother i really really appreciate your time and and all your wisdom i cannot thank you enough man and uh, maybe i'll see you one of these days in la and we uh,
1: wanna want to do this again hook,
0: hook me up I, i'm you, talking. all right brother i appreciate it you have a good one man okay take care i'll mm-hmm. talk to you later Thanks. bye